You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. So my message for the beginning of this year, we're still in the first month of 2022, is leaving the old behind. Leaving the old behind. Amen? The Apostle Paul said in Philippians 3, 13 and 14, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. 14, press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We want the high calling, amen? We want the anointing. We want all the fruit that God has given us. We want to walk in that tonight. Amen? Amen. So many times we spend so much time, too much time looking back at our mistakes. Well, why did I do that? And here's another one people say, what was I thinking? We just beat up on ourselves. Listen, folks, the past is your past. Okay? It's time to move on. There's no healing or victory in the past. Okay? The Bible says, he who looks back is not worthy or fit for the kingdom. Habakkuk 2 2 says, The Lord answered me. He said, Write down the vision, write it clearly on clay tablets, so whenever you read it, can run to tell others. That's why it's important to write it down because God knows this is how you keep it in the forefront of your eyes, in your mind. It makes it official. It causes others in heaven and hell to take notice of the thing that we have written down. Surely what we've written down, the Bible says, shall come to pass. That's why we had vision. Sunday. That's why we wrote it down. Keep it before us so that we can run with it. This is the word of God. The devil will try to tell you, well, you know, maybe this is not your year. Maybe it's not time for your breakthrough. Or maybe you are going to be healed right now. And this is not your season. Just tell the devil to shut up. Yeah. Hello. You got to make it plain. Because Satan's got a ministry too, you know. Did y'all know Satan had a ministry? He's got a threefold ministry. To kill, steal, and destroy. That's his ministry. And guess who his target? His target is you. Time to wake up and smell the coffee, folks. Wake up and smell the coffee. Wake up. So, that's why we have to write it down. So, get a piece of paper. Write down what you want to see this year. A better you. A smarter you. A more dependable you. A richer you. A you that won't settle. Hello, if you are the smartest one in your group, then you are not challenged to grow. Just making it plain. So if, you, if you're happy with your friends and where they are, you need, if your friends is all, you're the smartest one in the group of all your friends, you need to find a new group. You need to challenge yourself this year. Higher heights and deeper depths in God. Because there's no limits in God. I said, there's no limits in God. The time is going, so where are you going? Oh, the one day my daughter Pam was driving in her car and the Holy Spirit said to her, you know, Pam, he says, every limit that you've placed in your life is self-imposed. So every limit you put on your, is on your life, you put it there. 
Oh, I could never see myself doing that. Oh, I could never go there. Oh, how do I do that? Why not you? Why not you? There was a man driving down the highway in New Jersey on the Garden State Parkway. He looked up and saw this huge house on the side of the road. I mean, it was a mansion. So he said in his car by himself, he said, Lord, I could never see myself living in a house like that. And the Lord answered back and said, and you never will. Hello? You are the prophet and the priest of your own life. You are the prophet. Nobody can tell you what you can do, where you can do, what you can accomplish. You're from the wrong side of the tracks. Your family's not that bright. You are the prophet and the priest over your own life. What are you prophesying? What are you speaking in 2022? Come on, let's go, church. Don't look behind. Don't look back. He who looks back is not worthy for the kingdom, God said. That's why the master was angry with the one who buried his talent. Why was he so angry with the guy that buried his talent? Listen, folks, you bury your seed, not your talent. Your talent's what's going to put you over. That's why he was furious he buried his talent. No, you bury your seed, not your talent. So where's your talent? What has God enabled you to do that you're sitting on? Afraid to go for it. People say, well, I don't see you doing that. Say, so you, don't, you don't have to see it. I, it's my vision. It's my life. I see it. You're here? Motivate yourself. Speak to yourself. Don't let other people speak negativity into your life. You're going to be broke all your life. Your mother was on the welfare. Your father's on the welfare. You'll be in the welfare. Say, so, oh, devil, you a lie. I'm stepping out that boat. God will make a way if you give him something to work with your mouth. It's not here for decoration. Use it. It's the best friend you got. Okay? So, you want to get ahead in life, learn how to talk to yourself. Determine your future. How much you sow is how much you're going to reap. You sow a little, you're going to get a little. A farmer that goes out and plants one corner of his yard, he's not going to get much of a crop. I mean, whatever you sow. So close, so money, so love, so friendship, it'll come back. Pressed, pressed together, shaken over, running down. That's the word of God. That's what thus saith the Lord. So whatever you want, sow. Whatever you want, sow. Be a great sower. If you want to be the greatest church in awakened, forgiving, then you have to start with you. Because if you can't holler amen, holler ouch. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And you hold yourself accountable. You don't look for somebody else. Well, that church is always talking about money. Well, listen, when you go out to a restaurant, they don't even want 10%. That's a tip. They want 20% plus. And then you don't want to even give God a dime on your dollar. I can't afford the time. Well, you wouldn't tell that to that waitress. That's all your friends is looking. You don't want to look bad, but nobody sees you putting your dollar in the plate. Ouch. We got to wake up, church. The time is going. Time is going. So if you are successful alone, if all you have is success alone, you're not fulfilled. If that's all you got is success, you're not fulfilled. Some of the richest people in the world are miserable. But you don't have to be one of them. Amen? 
God has got to be your bottom line. Jesus Christ. So you can determine your future, how much you sow, how much you reap. If you are in your own self, critical, others will start to crit criticize you. You're the, you're, the, you're the bench press. You're the, you're, the, you're the mark. Always making jokes and putting yourself down is bad. Because you know in the spirit realm, they don't know nothing about a joke. My feet's killing me. They might be hurting, but they're not killing you. I'm starving to death. You just had four meals, baby, and two snacks. You might be hungry, but you are not starving to death. So we got to watch this mouth. We got to clean it up. Amen? <laughs> it says in Psalm 90, verse 12, So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Okay? The unit of destiny is time. I want you all to get this. I hope somebody's got a pencil and paper. The unit of destiny is time. Whatever you give your time to, you're giving your destiny to. Hello? Some people just sit down and they know every latest song out there. Oh my God, they got to know the words, the lyrics. They know every song out there. And they say, oh, how do you know that? It's the word of God. You don't know one single scripture. You go before that devil, what are you going to stand on? Because the only thing he respects is the word. And if you don't have it, you don't have no power. You got no ammunition. You got nothing to work with. Heaven can't back you up. Praise the Lord. So, whatever you give your time to, you're giving your destiny to. Okay? There are four stages to life. There's four stages to a man's life. Four stages. You got that? Only four. Stage number one is called the morning stage. The morning stage of your life is zero to 25. It's called the learning stage. To prepare yourself for your destiny. Just to be purposes to educate yourself, educate your mind, support a family. You should be doing that by the age in this range. Stage one, which is called the morning stage. Stage two is the afternoon stage of your life. Age 26 to 50, the sun shines the brightest in that stage. It's called the afternoon stage. You have strength to travel around the world. You can let God show you how to govern your life. You are an adult. What is an adult? My definition of an adult is someone who makes decisions and can face the consequences. That's an adult. You got grown people saying, well, see, it wasn't my fault. And she did this and I would have done better if it wasn't for him. And he's just, just pulling me down. And she's just got no common sense. And she's the reason why I'm broke. And we go on and on. No, an adult is somebody who can make decisions, all right? And stand by the consequences. Blame shifting. This generation is big on blame shifting. It's everybody's fault but mine. Okay? You have some people still living at home at the age 40 and 50. Still. <laughs> I hope I'm not stepping nobody's toes. <laughs> still being treated as children. This is not the will of God for your life. And they're happy. They think they're doing good. Well, you know, I got to wait for, got to get the key for my mother. Uh, what mom said and dad, whoa, you are still, listen, I don't know what kind of mother I am. I don't know if I'm good or bad. But all my kids was gone at 17. 
My youngest one left at 15. Pam left at 16. And my son left at 17. I don't know if home was sweet or they wanted to move on. But I didn't have in my nest till they were 50. Not happening. Go and take care of yourself. I trained you how to live as an adult. I equipped you for battle. I equipped you for life. Now go out and live it. Stage three. You all still here? <laughs> it's called the evening stage. Age 51 to 75. The stage of le legacy and consolation. You should have spent your life building institutions and mentoring other people, younger people, the next generation. You, have, you should have had time to sow into other people's lives. You should have had imparted wisdom to those who are coming up in the ranks. Okay? Stage four, called the night stage. 76 until you leave this life. You should have given the world your best. No excuses. You should have put your foot forward and know how to govern your life. I don't know what stage anybody in here is in. Stage one, the morning stage. Stage two, the afternoon stage. Stage three, the evening stage. Stage four, the night stage. But the Holy Ghost wants to ask you tonight, what are you doing with your life? We're in 2022 now. We see the shape the world is in. God took 12 people and changed the unknown world. 12 men changed the whole unknown, the whole world they live in. They changed it. And we got people hollering, Jesus, 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 Jesus. I'm a child of God with no power. Names and titles with no power. And the devil won't respect you no more than he would a cat meowing on the corner. God says, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon me. And you shall be witnesses unto me. So what are we doing? Are we changing the world we live in at one person at a time? Our neighbors, do they know what we live and stand for? At work, do they know you're a child of God? There was one pastor when I lived on the East Coast. He would go into the bank and when he left that bank, the people were in a tizzy. They hated to see that man come. They said, that's one miserable man. So every time he comes, he says, you're not a good tailor. Uh, 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 teller, you don't know your job. Why don't you, what are you doing here? They should fire you. What's your boss? I'm going to report you. He go in and harass everybody in the bank and say, oh, you know, I'm a man of God. Praise God and walk out. Not to come in behind him and think, oh, God. So you know what I did? I just came in smiling. Oh, how's everybody doing today? They said, can I tell you something? I said, yes, what is it? When you walk into this bank, the whole atmosphere changes. It's like the sun comes out. You smile and greet everybody. I don't care what hour of the day, what day of the week you come in here, you're, you're always the same. We should bring the sunshine everywhere we go. We should shift atmosphere, pull down, uproot everything that's evil, warn against us, uh, destroy it. It's not acceptable. Like God said, I give you power to walk upon serpents and scorpions uh, and nothing by means shall harm you. Step on the devil, crush his head and tell him to shut up. Get up and get out of my way. A child of God is coming through. Leave your mark everywhere you're going. Leave your mark in life. Go into the grocery store, they should know a child of God has been there. Yeah. Go into the bank, they should know a child of God has been there. Yeah. Go on into the department store, they should know a child of God has been there. So I came out of a bank one day. No, I came out of J.C. Penney's. 
And this tall guy, light brown hair, good-looking guy, about 26 years old, I stepped out of the store, my husband and I, he walked up to me and said, a grown man, a total stranger. Never seen him before in my life and haven't seen him since. <laughs> I looked at him and said, you better watch it, buddy. I'll cast that demon out and leave you naked. We're giant slayers. We're giant slayers. One can chase a thousand and two can put 10,000 to flight. Always be dressed for battle. Put on your helmet of salvation. What? To guard your mind. Because this is the devil's playground. As a man thinking of his heart, so is he. If you think you can't, you can't. But if you think you can, you will. Put on the belt of truth. Never settle for a lie. Always walk in truth. Charge your feet with the gospel of the preparation of peace. You keep peace everywhere you go as much as it is humanly possible. You take up the sword of the spirit like the wheel my sword for battle. I dip it in the blood of the lamb and I'm coming out fighting. And then I got the helmet. Huh? I mean, then I got the breastplate of righteousness. What's that for? To cover my chest. Hello? Keep that devil from fooling with my heart. I'm protected here. You got to be completely dressed. You got to have the shield of faith. You got to have it all. When you get up in the morning, be dressed for battle. Always be dressed. We're soldiers. God didn't say soldiers because he put that in the Bible because it sounds cute. We're soldiers. A soldier fights. We don't ever give up. We don't ever throw in the towel. We fight because the Bible says we win. I tell people, do you ever see a soldier going to war, but he's on the beach, he's got his flip-flops on, bathrobe on, he's eating popcorn, his machine gun or his high-powered rifle is over his shoulder, he's going to be killed. He's going to be killed. So while we walk around with flip-flops on and bathrobe on the beach, eating popcorn with our sword on the backside, we got so much grease from the butter in that popcorn, we can't even grab that, that, that ammunition. <laughs> but tonight, the Holy Ghost wants to challenge you. He said, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. God is calling the body of Christ in 2022 to step it up. Step it up. Step it up in power. Step it up in wisdom. Step it up in knowledge. Step it up with the anointing. He said, fight the good, of, good fight of faith. You know what a bad fight is? <laughs> when you lose. <laughs> That's why he said, fight the good fight of faith, because he don't plan for you to lose. A good fight is when you win. I always plan to win. I got the ammunition. Amen? I tell a lot of my students who take my course, I said, listen, people don't even know how to use their weapon. You take a man or a woman with a beautiful handgun, beautiful piece of hardware, semi-automatic. I mean, that thing is gorgeous. Polished up. They got it on their night table. They said, there's no thief coming in here. <laughs> then a little midget breaks in your, your house with a baseball bat and beats the crap out of you and walk off with half your stuff. <laughs> what happened, Pastor Quatcher? How did that happen? He was proficient in using his bat. But you didn't know how to take the safety off your gun. You didn't know where the bullets were. And you never read the hand manual. So he tore you up with a lesser weapon. The ultimate weapon is the word of God. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony.
testimony. You overcome with the word and your testimony. In the name of Jesus Christ, he's calling the army of Christ to rise up for battle, for the battle is raging, but we will not be defeated. Any soldiers in the house tonight? Any soldiers in the house tonight? If you're tired of your life, change it. You are the determining factor. Because <laughs> we don't war against flesh and blood. We war against principalities. Hello? Demons. Wicked spirits in high-priced places. What's what we war against? They're in the heavenlies. We got to wake up, folks. Because there's three heavens. There are three heavens. Three. Number one, the first heaven is the atmosphere where the clouds and the birds fly. That's the first heaven. The second heaven we call the sectarians where Satan's territory is, where demons rule and reign. And the third heaven is the kingdom of God. And somebody say, I was in seventh heaven last night. There's no such place. <laughs> Only three heavens. So are you overpowering the powers that's warring against you day and night? Warn against your mind, warn against your body, warn against your finances, warn against your marriage, warn against your children, warn against your relationships. What are you going to do about it, the devil said? Bind you and cast you out. In Revelation, said there was war in heaven, and the dragon fought against Michael and his angels, but they didn't prevail. And so they kicked Satan out. But where did he go? He said he came down to the earth. <laughs> so now he's our headache. He's our problem. So what are you going to do about it? Kick him out. Bind him with cords that cannot be broken. God said, I, Jehovah God says, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means to hurt you. He meant it. Use it. Don't be like that person who had that fabulous handgun on the night table and didn't even know how to use it. Looks good, but it don't work. Yeah. Yeah. At least you don't know how to work it. So always be dressed for battle. As I bring this message to a close, this is what the Holy Spirit's asking you tonight. Do not let the end of 22 find you the way 2021 found you. You should be advancing in every area of your life. No matter what stage of life you're in, the morning stage, afternoon, evening, or the night stage. You should be stepping out the boat and walking on the water in your life. Whatever your mountain is, level it. The Bible says grace levels a mountain. Zechariah 4, 7. Grace, grace, grace levels a mountain. I don't know what kind of mountain you got in your life. Flatten it like a plane. But who are you, O Zerubbabel? But I don't say no Zerubbabel. I said, who are you, O mountain that stands before Quacha? I level you in the name of Jesus. I say grace, grace, grace. And it works 100% of the time. I've tried, tried the word of God and tested it. <laughs> it is what it says it is. It will do what it says it will do. But have you conditioned, have you trained, have you equipped, have you taught yourself how to use it? You got to first know what's in it. You just can't walk around, walk around looking deep. Because that devil's going to come to find if you know what's in this book. Hello? So when he knocks on your door, go to the door, open it up and said, oh, it's you, Satan. Get lost. Got the wrong house in the wrong neighborhood. 
use your mouth as a weapon. Amen. It'll work for you against you. You can use your mouth to bless yourself or to curse yourself. You are the prophet and the priest over your own life. You don't let anybody prophesy evil over your life and you keep quiet. You know why? When you keep quiet, that means agreement in the spiritual realm. Somebody said, you're nothing but a bum. You don't say nothing. Spirit realm said, he's a bum. She's a bum. You'll always be broke. You don't dispute it. You're going to always be broke. So now you rise up with authority in the name of Jesus Christ. So if that's you tonight and you've been saying the wrong thing, stop it. Tonight, you anoint your mouth for prosperity, for breakthrough, for healing, divine health, prosperity, perfect relationships. In the name of Jesus Christ, don't look back. He who looks back is not worthy of the kingdom. So tonight, I want to challenge you. In 2022, be the best you that you have ever lived up until now. Let people see you and say, what is the difference about you? Because you got an anointing on your life. You see, you're marked for miracle. You're marked for breakthrough. You're marked for blessings. You're the determined factor. Hold your head up high and say, Lord, why not me? Use me, oh God. Bless me, oh God. Let rivers of living water flow out of your mouth tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Anybody needs prayer tonight? For any reason? Remember, you're leaving the old behind. 2022 is the new you. With greater vision, greater goals. You're going to make an impact in your family, in your life, in your neighbors, on your job, in your neighborhood. You're going to make an impact. God uses people. Why not you? Why not you this year? Make the greatest impact you've ever made in your life. As we close in prayer tonight, bow your heads and close your eyes. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Ghost, let your fire tonight settle on every head. Like in the book of Acts, when the Holy Ghost came down for the first time, Lord God, on the apostles, it was like cloven tongues of fire settled on each of them. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost settle it tonight. Touch, heal, deliver, and set free as only you can. Father, I love you, I honor you, and I bless you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.